0: Amen, Uh, we've been talking about the pastor and the people, amen, we've been talking about that. Last week I talked about, I I talked to you about the people, the people's responsibility to the pastor. The people's responsibility to the pastor. I told you last week that number one, it is your responsibility to know him. Amen. To know him. Before we get ready to preach God's word, we first want to examine our hearts to make sure that we are in the winner's circle. Amen. So we want to ask God for the forgiveness of our sins as we prepare to study God's word. Amen. So I told you you must know him. I told you that one of the things in life is that we have all have relationships, some important relationships in life, right? Uh, your 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 lawyer is one <laughs> your doctor amen uh your mechanic you definitely need a good mechanic amen because you need to get around amen you know you need certain relationships right and i believe that one of the most important relationships to the believer to the believer now remember i always say this this is not for everybody this is for the believer right that An important relationship that you have to cultivate is one with your pastor. Now, here's what I realized. I was sharing this with my wife. It's not a new doctrine, but it's a doctrine that's out there that I haven't talked about much. But oftentimes we repent of our sins, but then we sin with the mind. Think about that. They're called mental attitude sins. So I say, Lord, forgive me, but then I'm start thinking crazy about this person. See, you, you've already taken yourself out, out of the winner's circle and you're right back where you started in a split second. So, so what I'm, and the reason I brought, brought that up is because how you think about your pastor is another responsibility of the believer. Amen. I told you, you must esteem him highly. You must show him or give him double honor. I also told you that you ought to support him Amen. I told you that we support the man of God. Amen. We Because the Bible says a laborer is worthy of his reward. Any pastor who's doing his work as God's man is worthy of the support of God's people. I, I, I know a lot of pastors. You know, I know a lot of pastors. And I was just talking to my wife. About one of them this morning, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, he's no longer pastoring. He's left the pastorate because pastoring got so hard for him, financially, uh you know, membership wise. I mean it's, he was just struggling and and he had to make a and, and it's not just him, there's thousands of pastors who are living in a place of discouragement, especially now. Those church that had 5 to 12 to 20 members are now reduced to nothing right now because the doors are closed. And then some of these pastors are not capable, amen, or don't, not capable, but they don't have the understanding of how to live stream and all these other things. And that's where we came in to come alongside these pastors to help them. But I, I, I want to say this, saints, the relationship that you have is an important one. And it should be one that you cultivate. It should be one that you work on. Amen. Listen, I told you, never listen to his critics. Amen. People will be critical of his decisions. They'll be critical of his his words, the way he stands, the way he walks, the way he dresses. And here's the thing. What you can't do, you can't get down with that. Amen. Then I told you, you got to follow Your pastor's example. Then I told you, you must obey them. Why? Because the Lord has put them over you. Today, I want to talk about the principle of authority. Throughout the word of God, amen, the basic but neglected principle of authority is taught. When you study the positions of the prophets of the Old Testament, the position of Moses as the man of God who led the people of Israel out of Egypt, when you look at Elisha and Isaiah and Jeremiah, and you realize that God has a vested interest, and he places his authority in the man who he calls. So I want you to know something, that the authority that God gives, because I've heard people say, why you listen to pastor, but you don't listen to me? Uh-oh, them fighting words. Amen, right? How, how come pastor can say something and you do it, but when I say something, you can't do it? There's a difference in authority. See, the authority that the man of God has Comes directly. Oh, I wish I had somebody from God. Now the issue that you have there is you got some other issues going on. Maybe that's why. Maybe your you, you know husband ain't listening to his wife, or wife's not listening to that. That that's another issue. But when it comes down to the man, and the man of God has always been brought up in arguments. Pastors say, you know why people say pastors say, because they understand that the authority that's coming from where the authority is coming from, it's coming from God. There are many areas of authority that we neglect to teach, to accept and even practice today. Listen, it is the basic lack of submission to authority that's ruining this world. That's what the problem is. A lot, everybody want to be a chief and nobody want to be an Indian. I wish I had somebody. Listen, the world is falling apart because we are bucking the authority. If you really look at all these, all the stuff that's happening is that we are rejecting God's authority. I explained this to a 13 year old the other day. Amen. Go to Romans chapter 13 for me real quick. All right, so I explained this to a 13-year-old the other day. This is how awesome the word, word of God is, right? Because th- th- we have this mentality, you know, that people that are in authority, they're the problem. Are you with me? People who are in authority, they're the problem. Say one more time. You got it? Okay. So the pastor is placed in a position of authority. Watch this. Parents, you are placed in a position of authority over your children. Amen. God has mandated, God has put his authority in you because he's not here on earth to do it. So he operates through you. This is why parenting has to be done biblically. A lot of people don't know how to parent biblically. And a lot, of, a lot of parents abuse their authority. Are you with me? Watch this. Verse 13. He says, let every person be subject. That word subject means submission. All right. The word there is who hupotasso in the Greek. And the word the word literally means to obey. That word to subject oneself is to obey. To put yourself under. The moment that you and I deny authority is when we put ourselves outside of the winner's circle. Amen. I'm going to explain that to you in a little while. He says, "Let every person, some persons, or every persons, amen, be subject." And this is for believer and unbeliever, by the way. Hello, this one here is for believer and unbeliever. He says, "He says, be subject to governing authorities, to governing what? Governing what? Exousia. Amen. That's what that word, that's what that word for authority means. It, it's all it almost has the idea. Watch this. You ready? So there's dudamus power, and then there is exousia power. So exousia power has to do with authority, uh, jurisdiction, um, uh someone who governs, whereas dudamous power has to do with a miracle. Are you with me? So God instills His exousia power in the governing authorities, but God also extends that power to your parents, to the police department, to the fire department, to the security guard. Even though you got a flashlight, Amen, and to the pastor, Amen. He can do much with that flashlight, you know, Amen. Watch this, watch this, exousia power. He says. Every person is to be subject to the government authorities. For there's no authority except, Romans 13, except there's no authority, there is no authority except from God. Now I was going to save this for my rise sermon, but you have to obey the police. Period. There ain't no, you, you, you can go NWA on them all you want, but guess what? You have to, you have to submit to them because they, No authority has ever been given except from God. You can't hate Donald Trump. Even though everything that comes out his mouth is something negative or degrading or whatever the case may be that you don't like, he was placed there by God. Now, don't don't play with God now. God can take a fool and use him for his glory. Are you with me? I wish I had somebody. He, he, he took this fool. <laughs> See, all of my righteousness is but a filthy rag. See, there's nothing good about me. It is God's goodness in me that I extend to you. So really, I should be pointing you to him. Because you need to see him, not me. See, a lot of people want to take the credit. Donald Trump, like all the other leaders throughout history and in the Old Testament, God God used Saul, a fool. One who was self-indulgent, you know. He was all about self. He, he built big, big palaces, and he accumulated all this stuff, and, and it was all about him, but God used him because God extended his authority on him to extend that authority to us. So now, if you don't like your pastor, you got a problem because God has given him the authority over you—I don't care. I do care how old you are. Amen. Age ain't got nothing to do with the fact that he has been given this authority. Amen. To rule over you, because that's the, that's what that's the language that the, the, the text uses, right? Says so those that rule over you. Some people don't like that word, see. But, but, but what I found out, no exousia has ever been given except so children, when you don't listen to your parents, you're not bucking your parents. We may not like Donald Trump, but we got to obey. We have to submit to his authority. Oh, Lord. And for the believer that bucks the system, we put ourselves outside of the winner's circle, outside of the will of God, because when you buck the authorities, let's see what happens. There's no authority except from God. And those that exist have been have been what? That word is tusas. <laughs> the word means to be placed in a position. Watch this. An ordained position. See, if we went biblical, we would be doing things a lot differently, y'all. If we really, see, see, here's the thing. Whether they treat you good or not, they've been ordained by God. So so here's how I look at it. Here's Here's how I look at Trump. What are you trying to tell us, God? Because when you look at the leadership, you can see how everybody goes. The leadership is a representation of the people. Come on, somebody. So we know what Trump represents, right? (laughs) because look at the country today. It is divided. Divided states of America. I don't even know how I got here. I'm talking about the past. That's what it is. But if the leader that's leading us is divided, and he is, look at us today. But it does not change the fact That God put him there. God ordained him to be there. God instituted. Somebody's struggling with this message right now. What you mean God? You got to take that up with him. I don't know what is his plan. What's in his plan? I accept what he allowed. Come on, somebody. Listen, listen. You got bosses you don't like. Come on now. Authority. let's just read on. Let's just read on. Let's just read on. Authority. I'm going to close right here. Watch this. I'm going to pick this up next week. Watch this. Verse 2. Therefore. See the therefore. What is the therefore? Therefore. What is the therefore therefore? The therefore says that every person is to be subject to the governing authorities. There's no authority. I try really, really. Can I tell you something? I really try to be compassionate with this type of stuff here, but the word is just so plain to me, right? But we don't obey it, saints. We don't. We have a message today of hope, but hope that is compromised. Hope that the world wants to offer us. The Bible tells us plainly Every authority, whether it's your boss, your your, your parent, uh, the government, the police, wherever you go, when you walk into a store and there's a manager there, he has authority. You think you got freedom. You can't go in there and just pick up everything and walk out. Wherever we go, we have and been placed under what? Authority. Why? Because of the sin nature. The sin nature will cause you to walk in and take up stuff and walk out and not pay for it. So God knew that from the beginning of beginning of time. So he placed a systematic order of things to happen. And he did the same thing in church. You can't be the pastor and I be the pastor at the same time. And when you learn to submit to the authority... Amen. Yeah, I'm not man. I'm pastor. You respect your pastor, y'all. Amen. Look at verse 2. Therefore, what is it? Therefore, I already did that. Whoever, that's for everybody. Say everybody. Believer and unbeliever. Whoever does what? hurt. Whoever what resist. resist? You know what that word re- resist means—to range a battle, to oppose oneself, to march against. Oh, I'm oh, no, I didn't say that. I understand Black Lives Matter. Every life matters. But when it's done in a in a way that resists the authority. So if they say you can't assemble here, but you say, No, I ain't moving, then you're resisting authority. When you get pulled over and you're already on the defense, and you ready to pull out your camera and you you ready to record your phone, right? And, and, and he ain't even said nothing yet, but you just you 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 went know, from zero to two hundred. You're resisting the authority. Therefore, whoever resists the authority, I'm sorry, whoever resists the authorities, resists what? Who? What God? has appointed. I don't think we're ready to live biblically. But let me say this to you. This becomes easier with maturity. Some of us are not handling this kind of doctrine or some of us can't handle these kinds of doctrine. You hear me, but then there's a but. Ain't no buts behind this. God's word is his word, saints as you learn to appreciate Bible doctrine, as you begin to appreciate how God is shaping your life through the word of God, you and I will submit to it and then apply it. He says, therefore, whoever resists the authorities, resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. He says, listen, you and I have to realize something. That for, every, for every cause, there's a reaction. For every reaction, there's a cause. <laughs> but watch this. He says, you will incur a judgment. In other words, God will punish you through the authorities that you resist. Children, when you go against your parents, you get punished. Listen, when you go to school, your principal, oh yeah, your teacher. Matter of fact, let me talk to my teachers right quick. Teachers, when you go into the classroom and you're teaching those kids, you are their authority. And they should submit. Watch verse five, verse three. For rulers, watch this now, are not a terror to what? But bad. But to bad. Would you have no fear of, of the one who is an authority? Then do what is good and you will receive his approval. See, this is just a principle of authority. And I, I'm going to close here. He says, for he is... God's what? Servant. Are you telling me that Donald Trump is God's servant? Yep, I am. Are you serious? I'm I'm dead serious. Look at the word of God. He says, For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid for those, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on wrongdoers. What do you think the police is for? God operates through People in authority, who he places in authority. He knew who he was going to put in in office. He knew who he would put in authority over your life. Some of you don't like your parents. God put them over you. And if you keep doing wrong, of course, you're always going to get talked to. You're always going to be disciplined. And you don't like it because you are going against. How else can God keep you right? He has to do it through. But see, when we get grown now, this is what I was sharing. When you leave your parents' house, right, it's for my young people now, your parents are no longer the authority, the sole authority over you. So God passes the mantle to who? The police, the judge, your husband, your parole officer your probation officer, oh, yeah, all of that. Because here's the thing, because if you keep driving drunk, you're going to get pulled over. And God has to put some kind of order in society so he puts those people to catch you. You're going to get away for a little while. Let me tell you something. You are going to get away with it for a long time. But when you get comfortable, that's when you're going to get caught. And then the authority steps in, and you're going to have to pay for every time you got away with it. So, so why, how how did I get here? I got here because I'm giving you the principle of authority. He says, he says, therefore one must be sub, in subjection not only to avoid, of, watch this, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. As I close today, I say this to you. God has placed the man of God in your life <clears throat> as, your, as the spiritual authority in your life. He is there to guide you, to teach you, to protect you. There's a difference now as a believer. As a believer now, you are still in subjection to secular authority, but you gain maturity under your spiritual authority so that you can avoid, come on and help me somebody you can avoid you and i can avoid watch this worldly authority cuz we'll learn how to live and get along so we don't through the authority of our pastor so that we don't have to continue to do wrong in the world he teaches you and then he matures you the pastor's job is to help you to mature his job is to get you to grow up like a child in a house Right? And then push you out so that you can be an example to the world. Amen.